this is Dr. George Garrow. I'm the Chief Medical Officer at Primary Health Network. Today, I'm joined by Lauren Stone and Dr. Pribel, our dental director. And I've asked Lauren and Dr. Pribel to uh, talk with us today uh, regarding uh, the dental services that are provided by Primary Health Network. Welcome, Lauren. Welcome, Dr. Pribel. Hi, Dr. Gary. So um, undoubtedly, um, everyone in our community is really looking forward to returning to uh, dental care, which has been put on pause as we have been through the throes of the public health emergency uh, with COVID-19. Lauren, um, I understand that dental services are beginning to reopen at some of our primary health location uh, primary health network locations. What are some of the services that we're currently able to offer to patients? All right, so yes, we're really anxious to kind of get back and working in the dental field and primary health. Um, we're gonna be opening three of our dental offices. Um, one that's located in Clarion, our Farrell office and our Rochester dental office will all start to be open. And we're going to be offering appointment only visits um, for emergency dental procedures, such as emergency extractions and pain management. Um, and our other main focus really is trying to accommodate our patients whom we've had to help over uh, you know, telemedicine calls um, during the pandemic. That's great. Thank you. So, um, Dr. Pribel, I know that uh, Primary Health Network is committed to having a safe uh, workplace for our employees and our dentists, and uh, we really want to assure our patients that uh, when they do come in for services, that um, their safety will be our top priority. So, can you describe what are some of the uh, measures and steps that we're being uh, put into place to help to protect the patients and our staff? I think we've always done an excellent job of providing that protection, but now more than ever, people are concerned. So just the, the whole social distancing concept, we won't be having uh, multiple doctors and multiple patients in the office at the same time. We'll be spacing out appointments, have people either wait in their car or in a public area until we summon them to come in so that they won't be crossing paths with each other. Um, and then the usual routines of our personal protective equipment so that we're clean, we're approaching the patient clean, we're not interacting that way. Uh, the rooms, will will spend extra time cleaning them and letting them sit so that any residual virus in the air can be cleared out. Just the little extra steps above and beyond what we've always done. That's great. So, um, Lauren, in the meantime, and certainly over, over the weeks that we've been under the uh, mitigation strategy and, and until we're able to have our patients come back in for uh, dental hygiene services, um, what are some tips or advice uh, that we might be able to give to our patients on how they can practice good dental uh, and oral care um, at home? Yeah, so definitely. I'll start with um, what some of our you know adult patients can do. So, you know, I always, as a hygienist, kind of go back to the basics, um, you know, in order to maintain good oral hygiene at home, um, it's to be sure that you're brushing twice a day, whether that's with a manual toothbrush or a power toothbrush. Um, you want to be sure that you're using a fluoride toothpaste, and you really don't need anything fancy. Um, any plain toothpaste will do, whether it's like a plain crest or a plain Colgate. Um, a waxed floss. I know flossing is everyone's favorite, but it really does kind of help in, you know, maintaining good oral hygiene. Um, and I also like to recommend too to patients um, the use of a non-alcoholic mouthwash. Um, Listerine makes a good one. It's called Listerine Zero. 
And for the kiddos, um, a lot of the same advice applies, um, you know, brushing twice a day. As long as the child is old enough to kind of swish and spit at the sink, they should be using a fluoride toothpaste. Um, and then a mouth rinse for kids. Uh, it's always a good idea. Um, ACT makes a good one. It has a bubblegum flavor, so a lot of kids take well to that. Um, and then a couple other tips too, like in the office, I always go over, you know, diet with parents and I talk to them about limiting those really sugary drinks, um, any pop or soda and kind of limiting those sticky candies as much as possible and kind of, you know, educating them about anything that's high in carbohydrates or high in sugars. You know, if your children are snacking on those things constantly, those really increase the chance of developing cavities. Well, thank you, Lauren. That's great advice. Um, so, Dr. Prado, what, what would be some instances when a patient uh, should contact their dental provider uh, for advice, uh, assistance, and a possible appointment? What are some of the things that they should be uh, looking out for? I think the easiest answer is anytime you have a concern with something that's changed in your mouth and you don't have an obvious answer. We don't want you running to emergency rooms, but specifically, if you have a recurring tooth or jaw pain, uh, and, and be prepared to explain what type of pain it is when you call in. Uh, maybe signs of swelling or unusual temperature reactions when you have something in your mouth, a bad taste or abnormal bleeding. These, these are all concerns that you shouldn't ignore. Certainly, if you break a tooth or lose a filling, um, regardless if there's pain there or not, you should let us know so we can give you advice. And finally, if you're wearing a denture and all of a sudden it's just not fitting the way it used to, uh, there could be some change in your mouth that we need to know about. But the bottom line is always, if you just don't know something's going on, but you're worrying about it, give us a call so we can help you through that. That's great advice. Okay. Well, Lauren and, and Dr. Pribel, thank you for taking some time to talk with me and our patients and our communities about um, our current status of reopening dental and things that uh, folks can do to help maintain good oral and dental uh, health and hygiene until uh, we're, we get them back in for their care. So uh, everyone, thank you very much for uh, participating in our podcast today and please take good care. Bye-bye. You're welcome. You take good care too. Bye-bye.